evidence-based nutrition information focusing on addressing the root cause for imbalance. Food has the power to help you achieve lifelong optimal health without the side effects of prescription medication. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. I am Stacy Seslowski, Functional Nutrition Registered Dietitian. And I am Leah Grace Barrick, Functional Nutritionist. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Power of Food podcast. We've got Leah and Stacy here today, and we've been having a lot of guests on. So Stacy and I thought that it would be really fun to just have another episode of just the two of us sharing some of our favorite tips and tricks to stay healthy and well this season, this year, all of that. And oftentimes with these podcasts, we talk about, you know, high level things like what, what certain things to do in your life, what lifestyle interventions, what foods to eat. But sometimes it can be really helpful to come back to the basics and talk about some of those really tangible things that we can do to make healthy eating easier. So that's what we wanted to make this episode all about, because a lot of healthy eating means that you're going to be cooking at home. And to cook at home, you need to make sure that you have good ingredients on hand, you have good options. So today we're diving into some of those really important pantry essentials to have on hand. And this isn't to say you need to have every single one of these in your pantry, but hopefully this will start to get your wheels turning and maybe will help you edit that grocery list, add some things so that you can go home knowing that you have food in your pantry, in your kitchen, that you can prepare a healthy and delicious meal. So today we're going to be sharing some of our favorites. We'll be dropping some names of some of our favorite products and other things like that in hopes that it will help you prepare yourself because a lot of times healthy eating comes down to preparation. I forget who said this the first time, but it's like fail to prepare or prepare to fail. I can't remember exactly what it is. I don't know if you know Stacy, but basically all of that to say is that you need to prepare ahead of time in order to have the tools and have the foods you need on hand to eat well, especially if you're short on time, which I know a lot of my clients are, probably you as well, Stacey. Um, And you don't have time to go to the grocery store every day, which is where having a fully stocked pantry can come into play. So do you want to go ahead and start us off, Stacey, and share your first pantry staple that you would recommend people consider to have on hand? Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with you more. Preparation, preparation, preparation is the most important. And if I, you know, that's something I have to say like probably 20 times a day to everyone I'm speaking to because there is no, you know, there's no easier way to fail at eating healthy than to just not be prepared in advance, not have the healthy products in the home. And then the quick, then you have to make sort of impulsive decisions, you know, on your way home, stopping at a fast food place, or, you know, just try to grab something that's available or just kind of eating like junk food because there wasn't that healthier option available. So really thinking in advance, thinking on the weekend when you're not working and preparing, ordering, you know, uh, purchasing the things that you have them in your house ready to go throughout the busy work week. Um, So I actually thought I would start off with the way to organize the pantry. So I actually think that the first most important thing to have before you even purchase all the foods is 
containers, like glass containers and even mason jars, and then some sort of a label system so that you can keep whatever you do purchase in organized glass containers that stack easily so that you don't have, you know, and then maybe even like little boxes or little like crates that you can put each of your containers in um, because there's nothing more frustrating than opening up your pantry and finding a big old mess and not really being able to find the food that you were hoping to find that you know is in there but because it's in the back somewhere or in some sort of bag or you know weird container that you um that can't recognize or know where it is or what it is anymore so let's just start off with organizing that pantry with glass containers and mason jars <laughs> oh i love that so much stacy i could not be in agreement more with you and i'm so glad you started here because oftentimes when people start living a healthy lifestyle, they kind of just like dive in and get a bunch of stuff and they don't have anywhere to put it. They've got all their old food around. So I actually recommend too, like do, do a pantry purge. Like before you even buy anything, go through a pantry, throw out things that are going bad, throw out things that have, you know, yucky ingredients and in then really create the space to make this big change, you know, deep clean, because no one wants to have like a dirty pantry. And yeah, get those, those glass containers because a, being organized is going to make it way easier. And B, I found personally, like when my pantry is aesthetically pleasing, like when I go in there and I look at it, it makes such a difference for anyone who's never looked at like, you know, Instagram pictures of like really well organized pantries or fridges. It just makes you want to eat healthy, right? Like it just, it shows that the things are there, triggers in your brain that, you know, those healthy foods are there and available rather than, you know, hiding in the back and you forget about it for three years. So having a system where you have those containers to store food and you have it all, you know exactly where it is. So when you get home from the store, you can put it there. And that's going to save on time too, right? Because like time is finite. So we're always looking for ways that we can increase the amount of time we have. And that's a huge one. So I'm so, so glad that, you know, you started this there. Um, another one of my favorites too, just alongside that, I'll just add in our stasher bags, which are silicone bags. So instead of using like plastic sandwich bags, which, you know, the plastic's not great for your health and the environment, you can get reusable stasher bags, which is one of my favorite things. They come in so many different sizes and colors and they're really helpful if you have kids, they're great for like packing lunches. So that's another one that I really like to have on hand along with those mason jars you mentioned and, you know, the glass Tupperwares. So moving on to my first food recommendation, which probably most people who know me well would guess this, but I'm going to just dive in oh, and say canned, canned wild fish because yes. it truly yes. is the biggest lifesaver. Like totally. having a healthy protein on hand that takes zero time that you can add to a salad, add to avocado toast, add to a grain bowl, add to anything will make your life so much easier. Just knowing that it's in there, that you don't have to prepare a protein. And there's so many different options. So you can get wild salmon. And my favorite place to get this is Trader Joe's. They have the cheapest wild salmon that I found, a can of wild salmon. Um, and you can make that into a salmon salad, kind of like a tuna salad type thing. You can make it into salmon burgers is one of my favorite ways to do it. You can just add it as it is on top of a salad, you know, get creative with that. And of course there's sardines and, you know, my favorite kind of sardines are wild planet, lemon, smoked sardines. 
I usually have those and just pour a lot of lemon on them. I'll throw them on a salad or again, avocado toast. And they're so nutrient dense. So not only is this stuff like incredibly easy and accessible, but it's like honestly one of the healthiest foods you can eat. So tuna, of course, you just want to make sure you're not eating tuna every day because it's higher in mercury. So you want to watch that. But every now and then is totally fine. Um, and then oysters are the other ones. So I know Stacy's husband loves oysters <laughs> and eats them a lot, probably more than me. But um, if you're looking for a good oyster brand, I really like the Crown Prince ones. I don't know which ones you guys, is that the ones you get, Stacey? I love Crown Prince. I like yeah, it's I love so good. Them. For sardines too um but yeah that that those are i could not not only are they really high in protein i don't mean to cut you off i'm probably going to get there but the omega-3 yeah. fatty acids oh, completely yeah all of those and the oysters too and yeah it's and a lot of times i find that oysters kind of yuck people, people I know. they're a little bit gross my favorite way to eat them is just simple mills crackers dipped in hummus and you put an oyster on top like i don't know why yeah, but never thought about like, it yeah <laughs> I mean, sometimes I will just like eat them plain. Do you guys do anything specific with them? Not really. Like literally just open it up and take a fork and, and go at yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can totally do that. But I love I, it. I mean, some of these things are an acquired taste. Like totally. I see how maybe the first time you're trying it, it's a little like, eh, but you totally adjust to it. And it is worth it yeah. to adjust because right. of how healthy they are, how easily accessible they are. Just like you mm -hmm. said, literally open it up and eat it. There is no involved and that is what like talking about time savers i mean mm -hmm. we're constantly worried about well i don't have time to prepare like a huge lunch or a huge mm -hmm. breakfast i mean getting that easy to prepare mm -hmm. open it up and eat it like most nutrients and food like there's nothing better Totally. And especially because most people aren't getting nearly enough of the nutrients in these foods. So like not only is it easy, but really like this is better than any supplement that you're going to take. I promise you. So stock up on your wild fish, on your wild oysters, have those in your pantry so you're ready to go for a snack or a lunch or, you know, you can even throw it in your bag, bring it to work. Wherever you need to go, you can bring it with you. Um, it's funny because whenever I'm traveling, Stacey, I always look for the canned fish and yeah. I can find it everywhere. And yeah. it's great because I just know, like, even though, yeah, maybe I can't get my supplements everywhere. Maybe I can't get like the specific foods I want that are really nutrient dense. Like I always know I can find these and that's really, really great to get those nutrients in. Absolutely. And I'll just mention for people to a great way to remember all the ones that are most healthy for you are the acronym by the acronym SMASH. So S M as in Mary, A S H. So it stands for salmon, mackerel, anchovies, sardines, and herring. That uh, acronym SMASH will help you remember all the most healthy ones for you. Um, they're actually even beneficial for the gut microbiome as well. So they, they actually help this one particular strain of bacteria that's really, really beneficial. Uh, it's called Ackermansia. And that group of fish that I just mentioned, they are all associated with helping that one strain of bacteria grow and thrive. So really awesome. Yeah, I love using that acronym. And the other thing, if you are worried about mercury heavy metals, like the thing with SMASH is that all of those have the healthy fats, but they're all smaller fish. So they're not gonna be as high in the mercury. 
Um, one more thing to say about this topic, and then we'll yeah, we the move on. Right? For those of you who don't like fish, you're like, okay, please yeah. wrap this up. But the one thing that I found time and time again is that a lot of people think sardines are anchovies. So they get them confused and they think that sardines are like really, really strong with strong, strong taste, which anchovies are. They're very salty. They're very fishy, but sardines are not. They're actually more like tuna. So they're much more mild. So if that's you, just wanted to throw that out there because I get that a lot where people are really turned off by sardines and then they realize that they actually thought they were anchovies. I know. I tell people that all that. I say that yeah. every time, like, just so you know, sardines taste <laughs> right. every time. Right. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm going to bring up another group of foods that I think are probably right next in line, next tier down, I think. Fish would be the number one. My next tier down would be seeds of all kinds. So pumpkin, flax, sesame, sunflower, even chia seeds. Um, this combination of seeds are the of foods basically um, have all the nutrients that are needed. And I know you're gonna you are gonna probably repeat me. I repeat this, but um, for hormone balance. So hormone balance, detoxification. Detoxification is actually one of the things that keeps our hormones balanced because we need to be able to detoxify and eliminate hormones at specific times during the month and for our body to then be able to create those hormones again appropriately the next cycle around. So these seeds have the nutrients needed to not only create your hormones at the appropriate times in the months, but also promote that detoxification so that the next cycle comes around, your body knows to make your hormones again. So um, they also contain so many of the nutrients that we're just often deficient in in this you know in our in our this country our these people we're just often deficient in a lot of the nutrients that are found in seeds so again pumpkin sesame sunflower chia and flax are the ones that are especially healthy yeah, I love that, Stacey. I think seeds are really underrated in many ways. Like I think most people know, you know, nuts are healthy. I should be eating nuts. And sometimes seeds are thrown in there, but they're kind of like on the back burner and seeds are so nutrient dense. So I, I also always have seeds in my pantry. Technically, I do keep them in the fridge, I will say. I don't know if you do as well, Stacey, but it just helps them last longer, helps them not oxidize if they're exposed to heat or air um, or light, that kind of thing. So keeping them in the fridge is smart. You can also, you know, tack on to this seed butters and nuts and nut butters. I'll just go ahead and bring that up now. Um, of course, peanut butter, everyone's favorite. Taste-wise, it's great. Make sure you get organic because peanuts are very heavily sprayed. But you can also do, you know, almond butter. Tahini has been one of my favorites. So tahini is just ground sesame seeds. I love tahini. I put it on so many different things. Um, other nuts that I love are pistachios, cashews, macadamia nuts. The other thing to think about is that if you have these nuts and seeds on hand, you have the ability to make nut or seed milk at home without many of those unhealthy additives that are often at the grocery store. So some of these are a little bit easier to do that, like hemp seeds, you don't need to soak, you don't need to strain, you just blend it up with some water. Same with cashews. Cashews, you do need to soak, but you don't need to strain. So they create this really delicious, 
non-dairy nut milk you can add some vanilla extract you can add a date if you want it a little bit sweeter you can of course do almond milk as well that you do need to soak and strain so there's a lot of different options but they're very versatile and you can throw these nuts and seeds into everything to add some more nutrition so throw it into your salad throw it on your grain bowl throw it you know anywhere munch on it make a granola make some granola bars you know the list is endless um, but it's really nice to have a variety as well because that's also really great for your gut microbiome too with the fibers in there. So I love that one, Stacey. I think that's that's really, really great. Yeah, yeah. And I would definitely agree with you keeping it either in the refrigerator. I actually keep my most of it in the freezer. They don't uh, yes. harden or change, you know, any consistency at all. You keep them in the freezer. And then if you are going to sort of grind them or change them into milk, then clearly you put them into a container in the refrigerator. But yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Awesome. All right, so my next one is pasta. And this might surprise you, but I'm not talking about, you know, regular old pasta here. Of course, you can have that. But I'm talking about some pasta that is a bit higher in protein. So there's different types of pasta. Nowadays, I feel like you can go to the grocery store and find pasta made of just about anything. But some of my favorites are legume pastas. So one is an edamame pasta that I really like, and the brand is called Seapoint Farms. So the reason I like it is because it's literally one ingredient. It's just edamame and it's organic. So if you are eating soy, you always want to get organic soy. And Seapoint Farms, they're just really good. And honestly, the consistency is pretty good. You can add like tomato sauce, you can add pesto, you know, any of these things. And I actually find it quite tasty. And it's a way to get some protein in where it's usually with pasta going to be super high in carbs and not really any protein. So that's a great way that you can get some pasta in. I also like um, Explore Cuisine is the brand, and they have one that's a mix of edamame and mung bean pasta. I like mung bean because they're a smaller bean, and they tend to be a bit easier to digest for people who don't typically tolerate beans very well, or you get gassy or bloated or that kind of thing. Again, I like this one because it's organic and it's just those two ingredients and so no other additives. But there's also, you know, lentil pastas, chickpea pastas. There's so many out there that you can explore and try. And again, this is great for like end of a long day. You're really tired. You want like a quick one pot meal and you don't want to just eat carbs for dinner, but you're in a pasta mood. This can be really helpful because you're still going to be getting some protein in there with it. Love that. And I love, yeah, like sort of multitasking, right? Like getting your protein in with your carb, <laughs> um, right. which is so important. Protein is the nutrient that I probably talk about most of all of everything um, because protein is what is needed to maintain lean body mass. Lean body mass is the healthiest tissue that we have on our body. It will keep us healthy and strong long-term. Lean body mass not only includes our muscle, but also our bones. So any um, you know, getting enough protein in throughout the day, several times throughout the day is extremely important for our strength, longevity, our long-term health, all of that. Um, so since we're talking about pasta, I'll just bring in, and I, you can make your homemade tomato sauces very easily. I'm not, you know, that is probably a go-to, you know, just sort of simmering together your tomato, your garlic, your onions. It's, it's very easy. However, Primal Kitchen tomato sauces. So their basil tomato, their garlic so uh, tomato sauce. Um, in general, Primal Kitchen 
is a really awesome company. Uh, you know, we think about always trying to eat whole unprocessed foods. That's really the way that we make sure we're getting all the nutrients that our body needs without triggering any inflammation because we don't have these un these processed ingredients that our body doesn't recognize, which would trigger inflammation. Um, and so we sometimes think, well, I can't purchase anything that makes my life easier because everything that's unprocessed, you have to cook from scratch. But um, that's not necessarily true. You can actually purchase things that come in packages, in cans and in jars, but the main thing is to look at the ingredient label and make sure you recognize all those ingredients as whole unprocessed ingredients. That is why I love Primal Kitchen. By the way, this is not a commercial. They're not paying us. Yeah, guys, we're not getting paid for any of this. <laughs> All of their products, when you look at their ingredient labels, like I'm just amazed every time. Yeah look at every ingredient and like, okay, tomatoes, garlic, onions, basil, like all the things that are unprocessed and so healthy. And they are, happen to be pretty delicious too. So if you're going to make your pasta, here's a sauce that you could easily just pour on top of your food and know that it's healthy. Love that. Yeah. That's a really great, great example of something that, you know, so often we're like, hearing don't eat processed foods processed foods are unhealthy they're the worst blah 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 and that's why i like to separate like minimally processed from hyper processed because yes of course many processed foods are really not health promoting but there are many processed foods and good companies and brands out there especially now that people are becoming more conscientious about their health and they're wanting these things that are actually doing it well so always read your labels and something I heard recently that's really helpful to kind of think about when you are purchasing minimally processed foods is asking yourself, can I buy each of these ingredients individually from the grocery store, right? Like you can't go buy yellow dye number seven from the grocery store. So <laughs> that probably means that you shouldn't be eating it versus like basil, tomato, garlic, onion, you know, all of that you can purchase. And in buying the brand that's already done it and done the hard work for you, it just makes it easier. So I love that you brought that up. There's no shame in buying you know, pre-made sauces. We're all busy. Everyone has different priorities. So that's a really great one that I also like to have on hand as well. So another one would be broth. So bone broth in particular is extraordinarily nutrient dense, talking about protein as well. You know, bone broth has so much more protein than even regular broth. So chicken broth, beef broth, not that those are bad, but if you're trying to get more bang for your buck per se, I recommend going for the bone broth because you're also going to be getting that really healthy collagen, which is super healthy, helpful for many things, including gut health. So if you have any kind of gut problems, leaky gut, gut dysbiosis, anything like that can be super helpful and it's hard to get from the diet unless you're supplementing it with collagen or gelatin elsewhere. So with the bone broth, I recommend having that on hand. Again, read your labels, um, but you can use this, you can sip on this, like you can just drink bone broth as is, or you can add it as a base for soups and stews or curries. Um, and also I recommend cooking your grains in it. So if you're cooking rice, if you're cooking quinoa, cook it in the bone broth, and then you're getting all of those nutrients that are in there and you're gonna be getting more protein. 
So that's one that I always recommend having on hand as well. Of course, you can also make your own bone broth, but you know, now we're really talking about convenience. And you know, if you do make your own bone broth, you can make a bunch and freeze it and pull it out when you want it. But for those of you who are like, I'm good, I don't want to do that, then you can go ahead and purchase and just make sure you know you're reading your label, that it's organic, pasture raised if you can find it, um, and have that on hand for whatever you want to cook with it. Completely agree. It is so good for your gut. It is um, also has something called glycine in it, which is very calming because it helps um, us create a certain neurotransmitter that calms us down. So that's it's very soothing. Um, two of the brands that I noticed seem to be my my favorites are um, Kettle and Fire and Epic. Those are two brands that seem to have a little less sodium seem to be a little bit better. So I do like those two brands. And I love that. I have that written down as well. You're right on the same wavelength as me. Um, <laughs> um, my next one is fermented foods and even sort of like packages of marinated vegetables. There's this one brand called Pashi, P-O-S-H-I, Pashi, um, and they have like marinated asparagus and green beans and artichokes and cauliflower, and they're just in these little packages. So talking about wanting to save time, when you like, oh, you know, want to just make this quick salad and add your sardines to them, <laughs> you can literally just open up these packages and get your asparagus artichokes which artichokes are super healthy for you like packed with antioxidants and vitamins um and then those fermented foods have all the probiotics in them. So live strains of bacteria that you can add to your gut that are going to have beneficial, um, help, you know, have benefits for your health. So um, that's another one that I love to keep around. Yeah, I haven't heard of that brand. I'll have to find that. But I love that because I think a lot of times when we think of shelf-stable shelf vegetables, we think of disgusting canned vegetables, which yes. like, I'm good, I don't want to eat those, I don't want to make anyone eat those, but that's awesome that they're kind of like rebranding that a little bit and making actually delicious ones that you can keep. And, you know, of course, the more diversity you have in your diet in terms of fibers, the better. So if you're if feeling like you get in a rut and you only cook certain foods or if you end up going bad and you can't keep them good, but you still want to get the veggies in, you still want to feed your gut microbiome. It sounds like that would be a really great option as well. Um, and I love the the idea for the fermented foods too, the sauerkraut. Yeah, so it's yeah. awesome. Um, so another one that I always like to have on hand is canned coconut milk, because this is really versatile. And there's, you know, a lot of coconut milks that have guar gum in them, but there is a brand called Native Forest that has, I believe they have one both with, but they definitely have one without. So it'll say on the front without guar gum. So go for that one if you can find it. Um, and coconut milk is great, especially if you are avoiding dairy or not eating as much dairy and you can, you know, add this to curries, you can add this to smoothies, you can blend this up with some more water and make your own coconut milk at home, again, for a non-dairy drink. Um, really versatile. You can make like a creamy chicken something meal and add the coconut milk. You can add, you can make whipped cream. Like the options are really endless, but it's just something great to have on hand that's going to be used as a thickener and that you can use in a lot of different recipes. And that, of course, is not going to go bad because it's shelf stable. Yes, love that. Love that. And I agree. It's so versatile. You can make some really yummy desserts with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, 
So I guess like this is sort of a, an elephant in the room kind of topic is like all the oils, right? Mm, like what mm -hmm. are the best oils to be cooking with and to have in the house and which ones are healthy and which ones are not. And there's so much sort of like misinformation and, and not understanding on this topic. So um, I thought, well, first, it's most important to understand the temperature of your cooking is going to matter. So when you're cooking at higher temperatures, really, if the oven is at 375 or higher, or if your stove is medium or higher, you do not want to use olive oil. So you want to cook with oils that have a higher smoke point like coconut oil or even butter or ghee. Um, I really like ghee because we are dairy free in this house and um, the clarified butter sort of takes out the casein, which is what most people who are dairy free are not tolerating. Um, ghee is also great because it's high in something called short chain fatty acids, which is really what the good bacteria in your gut are secreting. So uh, those are used for many healthy processes in the body. So ghee is a great thing to be cooking with. Um, avocado oil is another one that could be cooked at high temperature. You want to be careful, though, with how refined the oils are, because refining is what makes your oils a little less healthy. So certain brands of avocado oil could be a little bit more refined than others. So you just want to do a little research into that. And then when you are using really low temperature cooking or even just kind of salad dressings, things that don't require any cooking, that's when you want to use your olive oil. And again, really look into how refined the oil is because that can make it a little less healthy. Then the oils you really want to avoid are like those like canola oil and vegetable oil and safflower oil and cottonseed oil and um, kind of those, all those seed oils that um, are pretty high in those inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids. Yeah, that was such a great overview, Stacey. Thank you, because I, I do get that question. I feel like I say say that over and over and over again, but it's nice to have it like all in one place for people to hear, especially this is going back to what we were talking about in the beginning with the pantry purge. Like throw those oils out that Stacey mentioned are the ones you want to avoid. They're not doing anything good for you. Um, and really make sure that you're using those quality oils. That's really, really important. So thank you for that. So the next one I wanted to bring up is protein powders. So this is a really, really important one. I know Stacey and I have talked a lot about protein already today in many of our podcasts, but there's a reason for that, right? There's a reason we keep coming back to it. And it's something that a lot of people struggle with getting enough, especially if they're short on time, especially if maybe they're not eating a lot of animal products. And so that's where protein powder can be super helpful in filling in those gaps. So there's a few that I typically recommend. My absolute favorite is a goat milk whey protein powder. And the reason for this is because goat milk is what's called A2 dairy, which is the kind of protein in it. And typically people digest A2 dairy better than A1 dairy if they have any kind of dairy sensitivities. So with a goat milk whey protein powder, that's an A2, and whey protein in general is going to be the highest quality. So it's the most bioavailable, it's going to help your body produce glutathione. It's really, really helpful even for things like detoxification, for maintaining muscle mass, for 
for blood sugar balance. The list is really endless. And the other reason I like it is because it's literally one ingredient. So a lot of protein powders out there today have a ton of ingredients, especially when they're more of the vegan or the vegetarian brands. But whey protein really should be one ingredient. Maybe it's one ingredient plus some vanilla extract, let's say, which is fine. But the taste, I also find the easiest to tolerate. Like a lot of protein powders, I don't know about you, Stacey, but I find them frankly disgusting. And so <laughs> I wouldn't personally want that. I wouldn't tell my clients to eat that. Um, so I like whey because it's it's kind of the best tasting that I found in general, and it's the most versatile. So you can stir this, you know, obviously you can put it in smoothies, you can stir it into oatmeal, you can stir it into yogurt, you can put it in baked goods. Like the list is really endless, whereas a lot of them have a very strong taste and you wouldn't be able to do that. However, if you are dairy-free, then, you know, a pea protein powder could work. Ritual is one brand. Um, I should say, too, Swanson is the brand of the, of the goat milk whey protein powder that I personally use and have a lot of my clients use. Um, and then along with protein powder, there's also collagen peptides that you can have as well. So what we were talking about with the bone broth of that collagen that's so helpful for the gut lining, for the hair, for the skin, for nails, for all of these things, um, that is a really way, easy way to add protein in as well. And it, it, it dissolves. You can add it to water. You can add it to coffee, to smoothies, whatever. The brand that I like, there's a few out there, but I also like uh, Great Lakes for, for the collagen as well. So protein powder is definitely one I would have on hand, you know, make sure you're hitting your protein. If you're not, then you can do a scoop and a half. You can do two scoops. You don't have to just do the one scoop of the protein powder um, to make sure you're getting enough throughout the day. Yeah, totally agree with that. I mean, as much as we always say food first approach, there's no doubt that is better to get all of your nutrients from food. But wow, it's helpful to have a protein powder around to make sure you're really getting your meeting your protein needs. Um, uh, one really great thing about the whey protein powder is that whey will have a high amount of a specific amino acid called lysine, which is really necessary for building muscle. So that is something you want to think about. If you're not doing dairy and you can't take the whey, then you want to look at your protein powder and even call the company and ask how much lysine is in this. And that's really the one ingredient you want to make sure is high compared to some of the other amino acids, because that is where some protein companies will skimp a little bit because of the price of it. Um, but that's what you want to be high so that you can maintain muscle mass. That's what you'd want in your protein powder. Um, so gosh, I was thinking the next one is sort of my list of like condiments. So I have this weird list, like this trifecta that I probably I <laughs> do every single thing that I cook. I don't, don't even know how to cook without them. So it's mustard, coconut aminos, which is really my uh, alternative to soy sauce. Cause like you mentioned, soy sauce, if it's not the exact organic kind, um, you know, the soy in this country is really genetically modified and pesticides and all that. So um, soy is something that I try to avoid if I could. So coconut aminos is that alternative and then balsamic vinegar. So I yeah, add those three ingredients to probably every single thing I cook, whether it's vegetables or meat or animal protein of some kind. Um, and I don't know, it just kind of gives everything I eat flavor. <laughs>
I love that. I love coconut aminos. I, I need to try your mustard coconut aminos balsamic, but I'm like, I feel like you could add coconut aminos to literally anything and it would taste so good. It's the perfect to have like even things like that are, are super brand, bland, like tofu and yeah. coconut aminos is great or chick, like chicken breast, anything like that. Anything. And all of a sudden it's, it's super elevated. So yeah. Yeah, I totally feel you. I'll just add on a couple of my condiments since we're kind of on that topic that I always recommend having on hand, nutritional yeast. So mm -hmm. that's when that has a very cheesy flavor. So again, like I, I usually put this on pasta. Sometimes if I have sauteed greens, I'll put this on top. You can put it on popcorn. You can put it on really anything. Um, and it has B vitamins in there as well. So, you know, you're getting the cheesy, delicious taste, but you're also getting some nutrients as well. Salsa is another one I always recommend having on hand. I like eating salsa with many, many things, but even just eggs, like scrambled eggs and salsa is great. Apple cider vinegar, that's really helpful yeah. to make any kind of like dressing or, you know, add to water, add to, you know, pretty much anything that you need, like an acidic taste, it can be helpful. Um, and then the Primal Kitchen, back to that brand, they have an avocado oil mayonnaise. So a yeah. lot of mayonnaises have those oils that Stacy was saying that we need to avoid, again, because they're cheap. And the companies are using those because they don't want to use a higher quality oil. But Primal Kitchen has one where it's just avocado oil. So if you use mayonnaise, especially if you're going back to, you know, those fish that we were talking about in the beginning and you want to make a salad with them, you can add the mayonnaise to that. Um, and then I also recommend looking at your salt. So a, min a good mineral salt will go a long way. I really like Redmond's Real Salt. So that's one of my, one of my favorites as well that I always have on hand. Yeah, all of those. I use all of those things. I was also going to say the apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar is also really good if you're having any type of like heartburn or indigestion. We just naturally make less and less acid as we get older. And we need to have stomach acid to appropriately digest and absorb our food. So that is why taking ongoing, taking antacids and some of those PPI medications that the doctor recommends is not good for us long term because that lowers our stomach acid and then we aren't able to adequately digest and absorb our nutrients. So adding acid to the gut is actually beneficial. So I often recommend mixing that tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in a big, big glass of water, as much water as needed, make it so diluted so that there's no irritation when you just drink it down. But that is sometimes really helpful to sip, um, to sip on like sort of before and after your meals. So I always like keeping that around for just in case those times happen. Um, and then honey, it was another one I was thinking of. Honey is it's really antimicrobial. So not only is it healthy is it great in your food sometimes to add a bit of sweetness but it's also really good to keep around for anytime you have like sort of a pimple on your skin or anything that you are a little infection and you just rub some honey on that and that can actually help um sort of be an antimicrobial for you yeah that's such a good one with your honey make sure you know where it's coming from because there's a lot of fake honeys out there so especially if you can find a local one from like a local farm in your area that's raw, that's the route you wanna go with the honey. Exactly. I also just adding onto that for like a sweetener, I like maple syrup, um, especially if you're heating it. So you don't wanna heat honey 
But if you're baking something, cookies, bread, whatever, and you want to add some sweetener, that's where maple syrup can come in as well. Um, also, just a side note with the tahini that I was talking about before, there's some magic that happens when you combine tahini <laughs> with maple syrup. I don't know what it is, but it's like the most delicious thing ever. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, so my next one was just a pretty simple one, which is crackers. So just having crackers on hand, again, to, you know, you can dip into your tuna salad or your salmon salad or, you know, put on top of a regular salad that you're eating. Um, a couple of brands I like are Simple Mills and Mary's Gone Crackers. And they both have, you know, whole food ingredients. So again, when we say, look at the ingredients list, can you find everything at the grocery store that, you know, they're putting in there? Um, and taste wise, I find those are delicious, but also they're creating so many different crackers brands nowadays. Like I'm sure there's so many more out there and they have crackers made of um, like vegetables or so they have cauliflower crackers, they have flaxseed crackers as well. I think they're called like flaxers or flackers or something like that. I haven't actually tried them personally, um, but I remember looking at the ingredients list and I was pretty impressed with it. So yeah, just having something on that, especially if you feel like you get the munchies and you might normally be reaching for those potato chips or like Ritz crackers or something like that. And you want a healthier option. Totally. Yeah. There are two other companies. I don't, I don't think you said these, um, but I do love them. Siete for yes, and yeah those are really good and also there's a company called ground up and they make these like cauliflower chips that are delicious so i yeah. have tried those they're really good they're actually like surprisingly good and siete yeah, yeah the og is amazing oh, they also God. have really good tortillas Yes. Um, like grain free. So I think their whole brand is paleo, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. they have like cassava tortillas, almond flour tortillas, coconut flour tortillas, and those you can freeze too. So like throw it in the freezer mm -hmm. if, yeah. you, if they're on sale or something, because they are a little bit pricier and have them on hand and ready to go. So yeah, yeah. those are great. Totally. All right. I have like three left. I don't know about okay. you. We can go on forever. <laughs> I, have like, I know we could keep going. We should probably wrap it up. I have like one or, one or two left. So okay. Maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll stick. stick with one. <laughs> okay. I'll just list all three of them quickly. I don't even have to describe. Okay. Um, okay, so my last three are grass fed beef sticks just to stick oh. with that, like more protein, perfect. grab a snack and go kind of thing. Um, cacao powder and lion's mane mushroom powder. Um, nice. Both of those are just really antioxidant, healthy, um, good for brain health, um, really just in general, those are really good nutrients to have around. So those are my last. Okay. <laughs> well, we're very much on the same page because we have a lot of overlap. So one of mine was the grass-fed jerky bars because they're yeah. so easy and they've yeah. got that protein. And then my last one was dark organic chocolate. So yeah. similar to cacao powder. Again, right, because you probably are going to want a treat at some point. You're probably going to get the munchies after dinner and want something sweet. And if you don't have something on hand that's going to satisfy that sweet tooth, you're probably going to make a decision that is going to be less healthy. So I always recommend having organic chocolate on hand. Dark chocolate is best, at least 70% cacao. If you want one that doesn't have any sweetener, so like no sugar, but you still want it sweet. Lily's is a brand that has stevia sweetened chocolate. I know there's like so many more monk fruit sweetened chocolates. Like I just went to Whole Foods 
a month ago or something and went to the chocolate section I, I was like wow there's just like they're exploding there's a lot so again just read your labels make sure it's all good stuff in there um but you know stocking up before you think you need it when that chocolate craving hits can be really helpful and you know chocolate's got magnesium too so it's not all like just a treat there's also when you get the higher percentage going to be some nutrients in there Okay, well, that was a very, very extensive list. We could go on, but we'll stop here. <laughs> so do you want to uh, just ask our audience members, because we are trying to keep this going, and it would be so helpful if you can like and subscribe and I don't know what are the other words on social media so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave a rating so you can rate the podcast out of five stars if you find it helpful if you like it if you leave a rating and let us know what you think of it what you like about it and yeah just share it with anyone who you know would find it helpful Stacey and I just do this out of the love of our hearts and we don't really get anything in return but we love sharing this knowledge with you guys and we'd love to hear how you like it and you can help support us by leaving a rating and review so we really appreciate all of you guys and listening and we're so happy you're here and we're so happy that we get to share all of this with you and we hope to keep going with it so anything else you want to add Stacey you said it perfectly <laughs> all right guys well we will see you next time bye everyone Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, we'd love if you left a rating and review and shared it with someone else who would find it helpful. You can find more information about Leah at gracefunctionalnutrition.com and get in touch with her through email at leah at gracefunctionalnutrition.com or on Instagram at gracefunctionalnutrition. To find more information about Stacy, you can find her at healfromfood.com, email her at stacy at healfromfood or on social media at healfromfood. See you next time.